0: Welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun in Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. It is episode 49, and I'm very excited to be joined by our own Trinity here, because we got everybody here. We got Joe back from vacation. We got Tucci back from a jam band concert and uh we're all here to discuss the the last two episodes of office hours one was a monday last week feels like a lifetime ago and the other episode that just happened on thursday before we begin let's do a little check-in um i'm still here in london i'm here for another day and a half and then i'm headed back to the states for 24 hours before i head out again um joe Tell us, where were you? How were your adventures? Briefly, what, how did it all go out there?
1: Uh, I went on a camping trip uh, to the Adirondacks and to Vermont and, uh, you know, it was a good time. Camping in an RV and uh, that was my first time renting an RV and trying that out, it was fun. Camped and you we know, went on trails and we did some birding. And, uh, did you, you sleep
0: know, in the RV or did you sleep in a tent?
1: Slept in the RV. That was okay. the perk of the RV is you're not in a tent.
0: So glamping.
1: Escape the weather, and of uh, you have air conditioning in the RV, you have. Nice. Uh, you escape rainstorms in the RV. Right.
0: Did you go to some sites where you can plug in and all that?
1: Yeah, we had a couple hookups and a couple without.
0: So. Hookups okay some with some, some cooler sometimes sometimes you're just rocking a cooler
1: yeah sometimes you're, you're running off a generator and or sometimes you're okay. just you know doing nothing but, uh, we're just so used to camping tent camping usually and so the RV was trying that out and uh, I would say what how we did it was was fine we we originally planned to go to um, South Dakota and that was probably a good move switching our plans to something more close by because of uh, driving an RV is a, sort of a bummer for a long distance it's better yeah. to like do a couple short things and that's what we did so it was much better than you know having, hey. having long goes but uh, of drives but I had a lot of fun and I'm glad to be back and you know i i uh had some hiatus from the show and now i'm i binged everything back and i'm caught up on office
0: hours very good as of as of hours ago there you go fresh in your mind tucci how's everything going in uh tucci land
2: oh it's going so well Yeah. yeah yeah it's going great been jump roping a lot yeah, still doing the it. jump rope. That's yeah, good. That's just really finished. good
0: cardio, really good cardio.
2: Yeah, I just finished like uh, 15, 20 minutes ago, so I'm a little sweaty still. Uh, how but, long
0: did you jump for?
2: Well, I do – I've been trying to do uh, two 15-minute sessions, and, like, they're just 15-minute, you know, high-intensity interval sessions. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah like 40 like
0: 45 seconds on 15 seconds off kind of something
2: like that yeah and incorporating some push-ups and squats in there but it's really good like i'm kind of it i'm i think i told you before it's i feel i feel bummed i haven't discovered this earlier it's it's been an amazing workout experience the results are good i feel great um you look good. i've been doing that a lot Oh, thank
1: you you go like really fast like rocky or something
0: Uh,
2: i'm not there yet man i the side yeah. thing
0: you're like bum yes. bum 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 bum
2: you tracking yeah, your heart rate uh, no i'm not should okay. i be well
0: it's fun to know after your workout like how much of that workout was in an aerobic state or you know in like yeah. a kind of a weight control state i i stay on top of that stuff because it, it motivates me when i'm doing my jam band workouts i'm always checking my numbers and if it's like if i'm not high if i'm not up in those 120s, 130s, 140s, and I know to pick it up because it can, you know, because sometimes when you and even when you get used to it, even jump rope or something, you'll tend to once you get better at it, it takes less energy to do it. Sure. And if the more the better shape you're in, it's harder to get your heart rate up because you're in better shape. You're, you're more fit. So like you have to work harder to get into that cardio world. So All right.
2: I'll get some technology involved here. Yeah,
0: maybe, you know, it's fun. Uh but enough about that. Um, yeah, that's,
2: it. that that's it. that's it. That's let's uh
0: let's jump into the old uh the old app here, uh, the old apps. We're going to start with the Monday show and I'm going to just pull up my notes here, uh the Monday show with guest in studio uh Fred Armison. Always a joy to have Fred on the show. Um and it's been a little while Uh, he was introduced as Jack Antonoff you know uh, (laughs) which I thought was kind of funny I kind of I've had a little like experience kind of following Jack Antonoff a bit you know like just because he was uh... it is remarkable how many of these pop people he like writes and produces for it's kind of obnoxious it's like you're doing Lord and Taylor Swift, like all of like, you're, you're just writing and producing all of them. Like, are we just getting one guys? Like, how is this guy, the songs aren't that special, you know, like they're, I don't know, I find it interesting that all of these young, very successful artists are going to Jack Antonoff for for their, you know, for everything. And they all, you know, love him and, and want him to do it. And then the music comes out and it's kind of like, yeah. Oh. This is what you keep going back for. This is the incredible experience you had. These songs, oh, okay, great. I, I guess they're they're all making a lot of money, so they're probably all very happy. Um, but I find that a little fascinating, the fact that this guy, and he he seems like he's just like a kind of a nerdy, just kind of regular guy. You know what I mean? Not not like too special or weird or like he's not he's not Brian Eno. You know what I mean? He's just he's just like a guy who plays piano and you know write some lyrics for teen idols.
1: I'm not, uh, oh, go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Oh, he says five Grammys, which is wild. Uh, Or more. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: pretty. I don't don't listen to that music too much, uh, that he's put out. And I only know about him because his Lena Dunham connection that was happening for a little bit there. So.
0: Yeah, he he famously dated Lena Dunham for a while, and she probably was like, from <laughs> maybe jealous of him just hanging out with these young, you know, very famous artists. I don't know. That's a big speculation here, but I can imagine he's like, oh no, I'm off. You know, I'm off to New Zealand for a month to like make another record with Lord, and you know, we're gonna like sit intimately at the piano and like write songs about love and heartbreak together. Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> Oh, you're just gonna chill here? Okay, well, probably a tough, uh, tough person to date, and under those circumstances. Um, anywho, I, I wrote a thing called Feldman song. Oh yeah, the Corey Feldman song video. Uh, you know, Corey Feldman is—he's another interesting character. He'd really turned out strange later in life. Um, you know, I kind of. I kind of dig that he's just a crazy ass guy and he like I don't know if you follow him on Twitter or anything he's like always like tweeting in capital letters and he's just like he's really pushing like a positive kind of thing in the world although it's very corny and very strange and he's very like aware of him being Corey Feldman you know that it's like I don't know it's strange I don't hate it though you know what I mean like it could be something you'd be like fuck that guy he's the worst. And, like, you can joke about that and say that. But there's also something kind of sweet. He seems, like, almost like a, like, he almost, like, he has, like, a, like, a
2: learning disability. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he, he like, seems like he's lost a couple, like. An innocence. I think he has an innocence about him. Is that what you're trying to say? There's kind of a Tommy Wazoo
1: thing going on with that guy. He is a little bit off. And, like, but you can't, like, bag him because he's been through this whole Hollywood lifestyle you know of the world like yeah. being this child actor and, and you know pushed this way and that and having that whole well, he was always, thing
0: yeah the corey's and he, he was always such like a bad boy i mean cory feldman is just such a bad boy that like he, the fact that he's like turned into like this kind of like i don't know if he's like on a religious thing or something but he's like he's, he's he's doing some weird stuff um so it was fun to see his terrible guitar playing
1: he's like a real life decker um, or like decker kind of guy really is what he sort of like
0: <laughs> yeah 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 he's just like an awful <laughs> cringy just like cringe worthy awful guy uh, that like doesn't know that what he's doing is so cringy he's just like rolling with it he's got his
1: he must know
0: people Whatever he knows, you know, he's still like doing like Lost Boys, like reboots and stuff like he's he's still like, you know, knows what he's famous for. And it just seems weird that he he was like a good actor. Like he was good in those movies. Like, I know you want to like it's easy to bag him, but he was actually you rewatch those movies like he was a good little actor and like did his role pretty well. And, I, you know, yeah. I don't know what happened. Like, he must have He must have been on drugs. I mean, he must have had a, a bad drug thing going, I'd imagine. I
1: think he's pretty famously known as having one when he was young. And he went off the rails. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, intended. so he's off the rails. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> um, so our first call of the show was from a guy on a go-kart doing the spinning game. Um that was fun. You know what I mean? That, that, that was a, a worthy effort. Different. Uh, the guys seem to get into that a little bit. Um, and then we had Tim. I noted Tim apologize. This this feels like a long time. I really don't remember this episode because it was so long ago, even though it was only like two weeks ago. But Tim apologizes to Vic about the the Joel hole uh, <laughs> again. And, um, you know, him kind of ripping on Vic. There hasn't been a second episode of the Joel hole, right? Like,
2: Um, i did hear that yeah in in production i think yeah
0: robison mentioned that he was editing it so
2: then we had shari
0: calling in um shari had a strange call here she just blurted out that she slept with nick cave and then tim asked if he had bad seed which i noted as being a funny (laughs) little jab in there um uh, it was kind of, yeah. That, 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 that Shari's always an interesting call here. Um,
1: there was a geez, lot of banter uh, about her name for a bit.
0: I yeah, like that yeah. I'm sorry, you know, sorry that I don't know your name, Shari. I'm so sorry. It's good to, Shari.
1: to note her because she comes back around later. Uh,
0: yeah, she does. She rolls back around in the in the next one um, because she wrote, she like sent in the octopus's garden or yeah that was a whole nother thing but um i noted that they were real light on drops at this point of the show i just wrote that in my notes i think that because fred was there there was just a lot of talking not a lot of drops it seemed like the guys were maybe you know it was like a monday show maybe they weren't like on the on the ball there um it was strange to get it so early in the week i know joe you probably listened you know out of order and stuff but
1: I, i listened to like everything back to back uh, yeah. like like one after another. And, uh, you know, because I was working and I had to just fill time and I knew I had to get these in. And uh, I even squeezed an episode of you guys in there, you know, as part there of it. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I, I w- wanted to say that I listened to Joel Holt even and I enjoyed the Joel Holt. And the criticism that was brought up I felt was not warranted you know i feel like he would it was a perfectly good execution of that did you watch
0: did you watch the joel hole
1: no no i listened to it okay okay
0: a little maybe a little different experience i watched it and that's maybe again that 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 maybe feels a little different when you're watching it because it's like
1: i can't watch any of this shit because it's it's you know not something i'm in a position to do usually and i know i miss out stuff but i feel like it that's the way i can do it so um yeah well i i found it to be very interesting and i already liked billy joel and i knew a lot of the stuff but it was just fun to go along with it and then the banter of those guys chiming in and being like asking questions and not really knowing and kind of riffing off things like it's exactly what i expected and wanted so i had no criticism on vic reading anything like tim really got down on that and i i had no problem with that whatsoever so there was that
0: yeah again i think it was tim doing a little ball busting slash a little truth nugs kind of a mixture there um and i agree i agreed slightly with tim and but i also had a lot got a lot of enjoyment out of it so it's like is it even worth mentioning maybe not does it just end up maybe hurting vic's feelings potentially but he apologized again. I think that Tim, you know, later on thought about it and said maybe that was un- unwarranted. But I kinda know, like kind of like that
2: becoming a bit. I kind of, I kind of want yeah, to like, apologize yeah. to Vic on a weekly basis. I, I, I sure, like that. Sure. I'm into that.
0: We'll get to some more Vic talk. I have some, I have some Vic talk here. Um, <clears throat> a guy called and told a story about meeting Fred Armisen in Europe and. That was, that was nice. You know, Fred's, you know, you'd assume Fred would be a nice guy and it, you know, it sounds like he is. Um, Right in the middle of this episode, I got some terrible news. I got a text that a friend of mine died. uh, Mm -hmm. And it was a very shocking, horrible text. I wrote it in my notes just to remember that where I was kind of head wise at this moment, but um, yeah, just a, a sudden tragic death of a 40 year old guy that, uh, just, you know, nobody really knows what happened, but he was found dead. Yeah, so you, you, terrible.
1: Text, you texted me and I was like driving the RV, like in Vermont at that moment, and I had no service whatsoever. But I, it, I went through a patch of where your text popped up, and I was like, holy shit. And kind of like yeah. put a damper on our, our yeah, evening because like we're, we knew this guy for many years, yeah. you know? So yeah,
0: you, I mean, you sent me a, you sent me a picture of you got, you and you were like having beers or something. And that was, like, right after I got the news. And I was like, fuck, I can't text Joe this terrible news. He's, like, enjoying himself having beer. So I texted you, like, I think maybe the next day. but
1: Yeah, um, it was the next day. But it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, it was still, like, no, just a I bummer know. to hear that. And, like, the last time I was in an RV was with you fucking guys. Like, you and that guy. So
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I brings know.
1: back some memories.
0: That was a great memory. That's one of my favorite memories ever. We were at a jam band festival back in the year 2000. One of my final jam band things for a long time we had an insane insane trip
1: one uh, of my first lit, literally
0: <laughs> uh, lit, literally uh, an insane trip um,
1: first and we last, a possibly. lot of
0: it took a lot of liquid lsd it was one of these moments where you're buying acid and it came in a liquid dropper and i i told my friend i was like you go first like i'm not doing you know i, I want to like watch and see how much gets dripped you know <laughs> and he dripped onto my buddy's tongue, like so much, like just way too much. And I was like, no, man, that's a lot. I don't want all of that. So I put out my hand thinking that would be better, you know, And like I just dumped a puddle in my hand and I was like, oh God, (laughs) and I just slurped it up and I was was out of my mind for like about 24 hours, but incredible, incredible, uh, somewhat memorable uh, experience there. But moving on with the show, yeah, so, uh, you know, R.I.P. to, to our pal. That um, was, was very sad to hear. These things happen. Life is short. Guys, you never know what could come up. Try to be healthy. He wasn't the healthiest guy, so let's, again, just talk about
1: Did he you know, was taking he, care of your bodies. Was he 40 yet? or? I, he I was didn't... 40,
0: yeah. He, he was 40 exactly. That sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we had a guy from a thing called non-compete come on the show. Um, I did a little non-compete. I just looked up to see what non-compete was before the show. And I, it's like a YouTube channel. And we learned more about this guy. This guy came in, like, he start. it started like rough. I, I felt like it was tough with, with Tim and Fred just to, to try to bring up some of this, you know, more, more serious kind of conversation. And, um, he held his own. I was, I was, you know, kind of happy that the dude just stuck it out, you know, because it was a little uncomfortable there for a moment. But, um, you know, he, he had his points that he was trying to make and he, he got them out. And I, I thought that was uh, an interesting little bit, you know. Um, I found myself uh, you know, so,
1: interested in that for sure. Uh, yeah. I was glad he stuck it up, stuck in there and didn't get, like, talked over or anything. And he got... His two cents in there about uh, his website and what what it's all about, and it was interesting. And I might go to that website,
2: you know, yeah. you check it out. Tuch, any thoughts about the EJ guy? No, no. I mean, agree with what you said. Yeah, I, I'm glad that there's guests like him on the show. I mean, I think that's important. Yeah. I think I think Officer does a good job of keeping that content like coming in on, on a pretty like seems like a pretty uh regular schedule you know yeah um, it's like every you know six seven episodes we get something like that um but yeah no i i thought he's good I, I looked him up a little bit too afterwards watched a few videos um you know of course i agree with a lot of what he says um, but yeah not much more to say than that like, like i'm just glad that glad that tim or you know matt maybe does a schedule and yeah. gives people like that a forum i think it's matt yeah. right he's yeah, the, he's the one mad. producing
1: these and getting yeah. all these guests together. And yeah, so when he's not there, mad. you can totally tell.
2: Yeah, we don't um, talk about Matt I, I well, I don't talk about Matt enough. Um but you know, I I love love that guy. He, he's man, i he has done such a good job, especially like the past 6 months, 10 months, like he's just improved so much and the show's gotten better. Um and yeah, I just it just does a great job.
0: I will, yeah, we'll talk about, well, he was he was absent from the next episode, which we'll yeah. discuss how that went, but we had City of the Day, uh, which they let, Doug said he was just letting it go. Tim totally forgot. Um, and they all kind of forgot, it seemed, and uh, the sponsor was Uncle Phil. Phil Braun was the sponsor. So they had a bit here, which they got to later in the episode, but
1: did they forget to, uh, because they want to bag him a little bit, or they? you think they just seriously forgot?
2: I, I think they uh, probably did really forget, I, I, but they also I'm don't not, mind bagging him a little I think a little I'm, bit of both. Sorry. I, this is going to be a, yeah. probably a little bit of both, right? Like, you, just, you know, they forget, and they just kind of play on that, play off that build on it a bit, probably.
0: Well, Doug said that he remembered, but he was just letting it go.
2: <laughs> and
0: um, so I agree that Tim... Or Doug, yeah, Doug, Doug, knew that they were forgetting and, and you know just let it go, which he was just that's kind of funny. Um, so yeah, we'll get to what this, all of this, uh, you know, what this was all about. This following following Phil on uh, Twitter, I guess was the he wants ten thousand followers on Twitter. Um, Phil, you know, I've, you know, we'll, we'll get to Phil in a second. But the, the other thing I, I noted, which was the little bit where they. Coming off of the death news, I, I noted they were talking about this this idea of when you go to heaven, you, uh, you know, you run into your grandparents and your aunt, you know, it's just like, it's horrible, you know, you get up there and it's just like, oh, look who's here, you know, come sail.
1: I love <laughs> I that. That was, a, that was one very, of my favorite parts, for sure. Yeah, that, uh,
0: that was noted, that was noted, and it, it made me laugh, like, after, I mean, after like getting the real news in my life of somebody dying and then like. You know just br- bringing lightness to that moment made made me feel a little better and you know made you even like just think for a second like oh, you know when somebody really dies in your life but then people are talking about like joking about what happens when you die it, you know, it just gives you a mo. it gives you a moment to kind of think about yeah like yeah yeah what happens when you die man that's just there's just like something happened i don't know something might happen maybe nothing happens i don't know but when you when you joke about it like that, that's it's like I don't want to go to heaven. Like, no, that's, that sounds terrible up there. <laughs> it's like it's they took that they they took that they took that bit really far out to like meeting you know your great 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 like oh he doesn't speak English <laughs> you know like
2: yeah it's uh, a great it's a, such a good Fred Armisen bit too definitely I mean, yeah that was really he great. was in that show um, about the right
0: yeah, it was Fred Armisen yeah what him was and that the, show hey it was him on, on Amazon. Amazon Portlandia it was really no. no, no, no. He had a show about the afterlife, and it oh. was like in this like weird suburb of their own house, and a really interesting show. I can't remember the name of it. I liked it a lot, though.
2: Hmm. Kind of ended
0: on a cliffhanger too. I wonder if they're doing more of that. I think um... it's
2: yeah, I think it's canceled.
0: Oh shit! Everything's canceled. So then Phil Bra- Phil Braun got on the call, and um, you know, Phil Braun with Tim and Fred on the horn, which I thought it was funny because Phil. Phil went on and on on Twitter after this about how he was pitching his idea to Fred Armisen, you know, like, uh, you know, he's like, I just, you know, told Fred Armisen about my, my Yule, my Mule Yule Christmas movie starring John Travolta. And, you know, they just, <laughs> they just let Phil go here. And, um, this is one when I, where I don't know, I kind of want to know what's going on here. Okay, did Phil hit them up and say, Look, I got an idea for a bit, make me the sponsor, we'll do a call in. Does he like how like how is that going? Like I'm kinda interested in how that all goes down. Um I don't know where he's going with this you know, like the angle of this Yule mule mule Yule, you know, whatever Yule Mule. It's just such an absurdly strange thing that doesn't really attach to anything it's just pure absurdity that he would be making this christmas movie
1: i don't like, think it's why real. i don't think it's real i think he's just doing it for this one bit and then yeah no it's definitely not else. real no, it's definitely not, it's definitely <laughs> know, not but, like, real but there'll be no follow-up i feel like he'll. this is like going well to be listen like his... you say that well, but this is the I guy that has
0: this is the guy that does five hours of getty time yeah okay so you say this isn't real and I don't know. Like I could see him maybe following through with some, you know, bullshit thing. Well, Where he uses like clips of John Travolta from other well, movies yeah, or something. That would
1: be great if he has John Travolta clips and he's like editing it together with like a mule. Yeah, I would enjoy some part of viewing that. But I feel like maybe well, there's, what, that's, there there could that's be something so more great. to it, or I feel like it's just a, a bit that he's using for the show at just to keep his momentum going and get those followers up
0: yeah no it's just such a strange angle that doesn't really
2: i i my, my, look i i obviously has a standing invitation right to come on and do his bit you know it's like takes him a, a few weeks to get these things going they're all they're all pretty good like they usually they usually hit um my guess is that he had this bit and they just you know kind of weaved in the sponsor you know made sense yeah weave that in and then yeah and then again i wouldn't be surprised yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he builds on this a bit you know maybe it's maybe it's several months down the road maybe it it is like in december you know i i I, he's that guy's funny as hell is smart um i'm sure he'll build on it for sure
1: they definitely can use some sponsor help i would say like that's a a department that's in the free well they know free falling
0: they they they, free (laughs) fall they address it um uh so yeah that was that was phil's little bit i thought it was i thought it was very strange i thought fred and tim did a good job kind of entertaining that that business um we had uh we get to so, after hours or do you oh, have anything sorry. else tucci yeah yeah
2: the show fred Armisen is called forever that's forever in maya rudolph katherine keener 2018 Amazon yes prime, maya rudolph original. yeah i was on prime original
1: i want to you I see guess- that show I didn't see that, but I want to say one more thing before we get to after hours about the show in general. Like right. I, I wasn't on for last week, and I was so happy with last week's episode after coming off of Office Hours East. So yeah. uh, this episode felt a little bit different though because of Fred Armisen just felt like a almost like a very a more direct co-host than we've ever really had. Like they were like just so on each other's words throughout the whole show, and then I feel like that carried over into this next show, and it, it almost felt yeah, like a well, different show. this next show. show it felt yeah, like well, it, a next new show with just two hosts, not just, like, uh, yeah, him no, on his well, own.
0: This, this, I have a lot to say about that coming Me up too. With, with yesterday's episode, but, but let's Fred, just finish off after Fred was the,
1: definitely the beginning starting point. Like, I really felt that this whole show was, like, Fred was just in on every single thing, better than other, like, people that have been on before.
0: Absolutely. Well, Fred's always great.
1: Except for one, one, I'd say that was sort of brought up in the second Neil Hamburger show where the the female comedian that was on that show, she was right there with him every step of the way, and I loved it. I was feeling that vibe even back then, and I don't know if that was intentional, but it really worked. And so I feel like when Fred was on, it, it really was this carryover effect of having somebody who's right there with every single moment and the Tim was really getting along well with Fred and that carried over into the next episode. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a new thread, if they can keep that going or if it'll just go back to the Trinity. Cause it, it doesn't feel like I, just straight Trinity right now for me. It feels well,
0: like. Well, let's, let's, let's get into that. after Let's get, let's get into that after we just ripped through this after hours. Because sure, sure. the next episode, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, All
1: right. I just wanted to put that in there. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, no, no, I missed no, no, a few no, weeks I, here, and I,
2: yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, there yeah, is no, no. things going on here. Joe's exploring. There is. He's out of his mind. Joe's my... excited.
0: He's excited. It's I'm drinking, good. I, drinking I
2: Wegmans I, seltzer.
0: You got Wegmans over there?
1: I got Wegmans peach seltzer. <laughs> there yeah.
0: you go. Home run. Um... Uh, So we had Amelia on the episode making her own peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Very cute little chat with her. Um, We had a little Marilyn Manson talk. I think Tim explained to Fred the bit that he was doing, which was funny, again, to hear about. Uh, Let's see. Um, I mean, there was a couple other things, but I think, oh, yeah, they, they talk about peanut butter on a spoon, which, you know, I, I just I noted it because that used to be a thing I would do in my life. I would eat peanut butter right out of the jar with a spoon. It's delicious.
2: I do it every day.
0: You do every day. Yeah. It's A lot of fat in there. Oh yeah. How many? How many? How many spoons? Just one. Oh, yeah.
2: One four, spoonful. Four,
0: five. Four, five spoonfuls no, no. of peanut butter. Probably,
2: probably, <laughs> probably two tablespoons a day. Two tablespoons. Okay. It's
0: a lot of calories for that. It's ballsy. Uh, well, you're doing those. You're doing that cardio, so you're um,
2: That's ballsy.
0: <laughs> Fred's Simpson impression, uh, <laughs> incredible. Wow. Right. I mean, who would, who would have thought he could just, yeah, I thought it was funny that he said you could just do your whole own Simpsons, like re, re-voice some Simpsons episodes or something.
1: Yeah, I was very um, impressed was good. with all those, uh, impressions. There was, didn't they, they did the Marilyn Manson thing, but they also like covered a bunch of other... Like there was a caller that kept referencing like popular people. Is that was that this episode or was that a different one where that he would have to like sing in the voice of the impression of the the songwriter and but put a that mundane, was, that a was mundane task. That was this episode. Yeah. It was a mundane task tasks
0: to yeah, go along uh, with yeah. the, the, the silly girl, a girl singing. Called voice. In and ha- yeah, a girl called in and had that idea to. Yeah, like it's so and so at uh, Starbucks. Or you know I liked I mean? you that just,
1: concept. I mean, I did like it. I thought it was funny. Well, it's, it, it, it's it Tim. Out, Tim, but...
0: Tim had that concept. It seemed like they weren't as into it as they could have been. But it was a little bit fun. I mean, it, it was a little bit fun. It was. It seemed like it, it had more. She, the girl that was doing it, I think, didn't she turn out to be from something or something? She like, I can't remember how that all went down. But no, that
1: was. The... That was uh, the next after hours, I believe. It's the girl from the, that knew the guy from the Patriot or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's a different one. But the yeah. girl, she said she was. I don't. I didn't. I, I, I didn't I, note I, it. It didn't. It didn't go anywhere far enough for me to note anything about those impressions. But well, it did lead to. It did lead, Led to Tim saying, "You know, Tim's or Fred's got an amazing Simpsons impression."
1: Yeah. Well, th- there was just some. Y- I love when Beetle, you know, Beetle uh, impressions come in. I love when they talk in the voices of of Ringo, and you know, and if you're gonna throw a Bob Dylan one in there, you're gonna throw Tom Petty. Like I just dig all that, and I always am down for the impressions that are silly, and so
0: I'm a sucker for it. That's all I wanted to say. Me too. Also a sucker for it. Tim's a uh, comedy love language. I noted, um, I don't know why, I think at the time I would have, it would have been something maybe we would have talked about this love language thing and how people, you know, uh, it's probably like, we have too much to cover to really go down that path. Um, the palindrome fun is worth a mention. I thought it was Fred's bit on the palindromes was hilarious.
2: So
0: <laughs> um, I I wrote down before they brought it up the go hang a salami I'm a lasagna hog because that one is from the fucking Twin Peaks behind the scenes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that, so I've always I always remember that one. That Michael
1: Andrews, the 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 little mysterious guy,
0: the dwarf was, guy. Yeah. He was
1: bragging about how he was teaching everybody to talk backwards on the extras, and he brought up uh-huh. how that was one of his things is palindromes as well.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, I recall that. Um, but yeah, uh, Fred's like um, non-palindrome, palindrome. <laughs> you know, he, he'd be like, "I didn't write down any examples." Would be like, "The den," you know, like
2: the den door the den, is open.
0: Yeah, the den door is open. The den, the den door is open. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. Like, just so stupid. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. And the, uh, we, what we're forgetting is uh, Tim's daughter showed up. And so, like, he's doing these fake palindromes and very, com- like, confusing the
2: hell out of this girl, possibly. Like, she's not yeah understanding anything right now.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: They didn't really have the camera on her. Right? Like, I didn't see, like, her reaction to, to Fred. I would have liked to have seen that, actually. but
0: I don't think that they, they, they eventually, like, explained palindromes to her and she right. had a little moment. Um... Right, right. And then we had the Circuit City DivX video.
2: I love I love this type of thing, man. I love this shit.
0: So this was worth a watch, Joe. If you didn't watch this, this this would be a go back and watch.
2: Very strange. The, the
1: audio, though, really, I was there was a whole thing. i i remember those stupid videos that you'd get like a DVD thing that for downloading, you know, your DVD. Well,
0: this was this was a. They were getting it a little confused because Vic was like, "It's a Kodak. and it's like, "No, DivX is a codec, but it's a different DivX. This is this is a proprietary like DVD that Circuit City would make that like was How like
1: to, a to compete with the pirates, the pirating. That it was, was going no, out. it was
0: just at the same time DVDs were coming out. Yeah, it was to it was it was to you know avoid was, pirates. They thought everybody would get on board because they were like DRM'd, so that you couldn't rip them." You could only watch them once, and then you'd have to, like, get a new code to watch them again. And
1: It was an early concept that got made into other things, but it was a, you know, it sounded like it was something that, you know... Circuit was City like, came it. up
0: with this shit. They went bankrupt, I'm very sure of that. Yeah, you know, this might have had something to do with it, but the best, the best bit I noted here was the five-button polo shirt. <laughs> uh, but they went on and on about, like... Like, the guy demanding a five-button polo. <laughs> it's like, you know, I need five, I want five buttons. Like, do you want, you want just a button, down? Like, no, 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 it's gotta be five buttons. Uh, um, this, no, this was a very funny little bit. It seemed like they maybe wanted this to get into the main show. Um, but this is a perfect example of like, yeah, Fred Armisen and Tim Heidecker watching a silly video. You could just listen to them talk and riff on shit like that forever
1: absolutely Uh, that's uh, you just i can't wait whenever there's a good guest like that on who's just like right with at the same level as tim if not even
0: surpassing at times and that's
1: quality yeah
0: it's quality well i'll say there was a very short drop concert this that week i i noted and um i'll just i'm gonna let's throw out our reviews for this episode i'm gonna go with uh I'll go last. Tucci, what do you
2: got? This Monday is Monday uh, episode. Monday this episode. Is, this is a Best New Music. Oh, point, he's going best new music. Nine, 9, 9. 1. This 9 is
0: point is a, one. 9.1. Yeah. So Tucci. Really like this it's one.
2: It's Fred. I mean I it Fred's Yeah. Yeah, he he's he he always brings it. Um I love all the Fred episodes. Yeah, it, it's hard not to rate this one and the nines for me joe you got a rating
1: i'm i'm with you like i get this like i i'm loving this sort of thing it like we're getting the best of it right now and i feel like when i gave neil hamburger second episode an 8.5 they were on to something and this one tops it with a 8.8 so i'm right there with you
0: I'm going to go 8.2 myself. For me, it was just below Best New Music. I would think if you saw an 8.2, you're definitely going to listen to that album and read the review and listen to what it's all about. It's above an 8, but there was something about it that seemed a little – like, it just wasn't to me. Like, it wasn't – it didn't eclipse anything insane. It it was a little – It was nice, it it was very just like nice to hang with the boys, but it wasn't, it didn't bring a lot of new energy for me, whereas...
1: That's surprising, because I I don't think that's the case. (laughs) Whereas,
0: (laughs) whereas, I will say that moving to Thursday's episode, I did get a lot of new energy. I think because Fred has been on the show before, and we know Fred and Tim's thing, and they're so comfortable together... 80 miles has been on the show before as like a, a call in guest before yeah yeah he has he, never been a co-host in studio
1: okay well i thought maybe he was on the big special one last year possibly maybe not he might
0: have been on that as well but i know um, that he was he was he was just a guest one week.
1: well anyway call i in, i feel in. like you know he, you're getting like them being able to improve upon a good structure that they created with this one and you had t- Tim's just freshly back, and he's just bright with lots of interesting things. Like, I don't know. I think this is a very, very good episode. That I thought it was a very good out. episode.
0: I gave it, a, I gave it an 8.2, okay? Like, I'm just not going higher than that. You guys okay. can go high. That's fine. I'm just, be- and I'm putting my 8.2 out there because I think the next episode, which was on Thursday, which we're getting to right now, was an ex- exceptional episode for me. I had a lot, a lot of fun with this one. I thought 80 miles and Tim's banter was perfect. I mean, kept the laughs going the whole time. Not one second of, he he knows how to fill space. He's like a comedy writer guy. He filled space and was perfectly fit into that world really, really well, I thought. He kept it really loose um and i don't know I, I just really really liked his energy in there and i think him sitting in the vic chair yeah I know this is controversial but him sitting back there in the vic chair and him like having that kind of voice to chime in and having dug on the drops you kind of got a really interesting quite good office hours experience that it showed like a capacity for office hours that you know, no offense to Doug or Vic, but like they only bring a certain kind of energy, and it, it is what they bring, and it's not really like a, a hilarious energy a lot of the time. I mean, Doug does his thing, but Vic's not really bringing a lot of like
1: it's a lot of super texture. funny
0: comedy. Yeah, it's it's yeah, he's bringing the drops and stuff, but
1: it's a lot of sound. It's, it's a lot of effects, but it's not like it is. It is, but it's, it's, almost, like that,
0: it's almost like that. It's almost like that's gotten. It, it's like the drops at this point do I need two guys doing the drops? Like, did I need two guys doing the drops? Was one guy, was just one guy doing drops enough for me? Was like, oh, I really miss Vic's drops too. Like, do I care? Like, I feel like I've just, the drops have been going for so long that I'm almost uh, ready to move. Like, I, I really liked this version of Office Hours with two hosts being able to banter, giving Tim somebody to feed off of and to make Tim laugh. It gave Tim more energy where it's not all resting on his shoulders the whole time. And um, well, let's he just also, get into
2: it. He also took the piss out of Tim a little bit too, which is great. I mean, because like, yes. it's, it's, it's it's Tim usually taking the piss out of, well, mostly Vic, but I mean, everyone really. But, um, well, I was gonna say Vic as of late. But, um, yeah, it was nice to see someone jab at Tim a bit. I thought that was the first thing that I noted. It was really interesting to me, and I loved it.
1: One thing about the the drops and needing two people, when they first started, it was only Doug. And I mean, when they first started, Doug wasn't even there at all. And so it was just, you know, callers calling in and that was it. And then Doug came along and then, you know, Doug would be on a hiatus and then you'd have uh, Vic for a while. And so I would say that you could probably get away with if they were just want to take breaks and go off and do projects, You could get away with just one guy for a little bit. If if Doug wants to go make a movie or something, like it could work where they're they like share the time. And it doesn't have to be them together all the time. But then when they do come together and do like that concert at the end, it's it would be more special if it's not every time. They they were they've been rocking the Holy Trinity for so long. It's like, let's break it up a little bit and see where that happens when you do that. You know, I'm open to Maybe they'll be open to trying that. I mean, Matt is another one who wasn't there for this episode, and it definitely didn't run uh, badly as an episode, but it was like they just didn't have to stick to the format. They just got to, you know, go with the flow, and it was more like a spontaneous flow. They had like the show. two Zoom
0: calls. They had like two Zoom calls yeah. the whole fucking time. I love it.
1: Like, don't keep it so structured. Break up that structure. I, I, I don't mind not going to the Zoomers. Like for fifty percent of the show, because it, it you know that's not always the best. So, you
2: know,
0: Tucci, you got your hand up.
2: <laughs> I did. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even look no, at it. No,
0: Tucci hit his little thing.
2: Eighty miles has been in studio before uh, March 2019 uh, at the uh, Absolutely uh, Studios. Um, so yeah. okay, he okay, yeah.
0: okay. Yeah. But I guess no. back. I guess back when Tim used to do it, at absolutely, he would have people stop in.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, thought yeah. so because I did. Re- I was thinking. Yeah, he but was that was on. that
0: was a different that was a different format.
2: But that's just me. That's just me dropping a fact in there. That's that's, really, that's the only reason. I I, I thought I remembered him on, and you know they go back. He's been
0: on. He he's been on. He's been. On. Okay. What what I'll say just to finish up this overall kind of structure thing is that I think that the show, because it was different this has happened a couple times because like the first Neil hamburger episode when it's just not the same guys, which because I think because even because Tim's patience to some extent, when it's just, ah, you know, it's another one of these shows. They've done a lot of these fucking shows. they have done one every week for like over a year of this same kind of format. When it gets changed up now, it feels refreshing. It feels different and it feels fun. And like what Tucci was saying, Fred and Tim have this relationship where I think Tim just kind of really idolizes Fred and like giggles at everything he says. And it's like, it's this certain kind of energy where it's like very kind of loving and, and nice. You know what I mean? I think he's like, he has like a lot of respect for Fred and like thinks he's a genius. And it feels like AD, Miles, and Tim are maybe a little bit more like Tim has a little, like it's not as like I worship you and I think you're, you know it, it you know what I mean? Like, so Tim can kind of like, I, I don't know. There was just something about their, yeah, it was just something about their, yeah, they're a little more equals maybe they treat each other and it felt very much more like a group of guys that have been doing a show together for a really long time. And they were, you know, they haven't been obviously, but it, it fit together really well. It showed me like, it showed me, unfortunately it showed me like, wow, this show with like a co-host that like brought, like a really funny second co-host could be really great.
1: It was like that uh, Scatman video, the two Scatmans doing their. It was like that. It was like jazz, baby.
0: Yeah, but I think that like they made each other they made each they made each other laugh enough. No, and, and like I, I, Ad's like just he's really good at that. Like Fred is a weird guy and like has a weird thing going on. And, like, just very kind of just sticks little things in there here and there. For 80 Miles, like, literally just talked the whole time. Anytime anybody had anything to say, he had a fucking button on it. He had some little nugget to add to everything Tim said, every guest, everything, every you know, he just had something.
1: I feel like Fred was doing that pretty regularly, too, though. If you go back and you'll you'll hear it in that episode, too. He was had every. Not as much
0: as 80 Miles. Not as Almost,
1: much. almost exactly the same. But okay. I, I, would, I would give it to Ad Miles. He d- definitely was in there.
2: All right. Yeah, I feel like Ad Miles was full gas the whole time. I think Fred was a little bit. You know, Fred's doing bits in his head and then dropping them in and stuff. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, Ad. Um, I will say though, and this will come into my rating later. Uh, it wore on me a little bit, a little bit as the show okay. went on. I, okay. I completely, I completely get it though. I, I think I thought Ad Miles was, was great. He, he, you know, he was a true co-host. We don't see that a lot, um, yeah. And that's, and that's different, and that's what makes this specific episode, you know, pretty great. And the show and, flew, and a, you know, it flew because yeah. of it.
0: Okay, well, that's that's the thing. It's another thing to note sometimes you're watching this show and it's like, oh, we got another. <laughs> like, how long is After Hours? Oh my God! I've never, like,
2: I've, I've never felt that. How dare you? I've never felt that. Way. <laughs> I love this show. It's uh, my favorite podcast.
0: We had a. Um, we had a hotheader call in as a SAG auditor, not great. Oh, we had a you know what? We had John from
2: England in a tent, um, which was fun. Uh, yeah, wait. They said that was in the Lake District. Was 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 that Scotland or was it is it in England? Where's the Lake District? do you know? know. Okay. Don't know. I'll find it. Um,
0: but it looked looked nice. John, John uh, Gallatini, or. I forget his last name but he, he was he's on the nice... Beatles
1: show a lot that's where I know him from when they were doing the Beatles stuff, yeah he's like a one of these super super Beatles guys and he would come on and Tim would just love him so that's where I know him from but uh, I don't yeah, know if he's, he, he's, he crosses he's been over. on
0: office he's been on office hours a bunch too yeah he, he's been on and he's a good guy and they had fun with him um definitely got into some impressions and stuff um We had Shari's poem about Ringo that Tim tried to read, you know, poetry slam style, sort of funny. Um, Tim had his Bill Cosby. He didn't
1: didn't know know how to do it, though.
0: Well, he got the instructions later, which was, you know, it, it didn't make for a very. I thought it was funny that, you know they came, they got to the point of saying, do it poetry slam style. Just <laughs> thinking of a poetry slam is again, that's an 80 miles, just like do it poetry slam style. Like, you know, you don't got Vic saying to do that anyway. Uh, Tim, Tim talked about his Bill Cosby joke that he tweeted and then had to take down, um, about the jackass guy should go and, you know, drug and rape Bill Cosby. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know. <laughs> you know, whatever. Take I'm it not, down, I guess. I'm not impressed
2: yeah, by that too much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, Tweet it, tweet it, and then delete it. That's fine. We had the city of the day,
0: Pierre, South Dakota, brought to you by Kenny's logins. Um Tim was openly not into this and openly kind of exposed that the guys are running low on office hours. And again, this, this comes back around to like everybody where they are with the show and these different energies coming in, like the city of the day thing. That's fun. You know what I mean? But like, okay, 50 of these in a row. Yeah. It's hard to keep that fresh. Like how many music puns can you do? Like, it's, you know, like you need a new thing. You need a new format. You need a new something. And, um, you know, I think, I think that Kenny's logins was fine. I thought it like Vic had a button at the end. With the foot loose, like is your, you know, your passwords in a bear trap, you know, <laughs> you just you have to cut your foot loose. I think that
1: was Doug that. <laughs> and had he's that. logging,
0: yeah, oh. Doug, yeah, sorry, yeah, Doug had that one, and that was funny. Um, and honestly, I thought the funniest part of this was Doug questioning whether Pierre, South Dakota, was the capital of South Dakota. Uh, he's like, it can't be. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's like, it can. And then when it turned out that it was. Tim like came back. He's like, "It can't be." Uh, that that made me laugh. Um, and then we got to our guest, which this is another reason why this episode was stood out for me. Was okay. We got into some jam band talk. We had Eric Slick from Doctor Dog on. Who I'm a I'm a fan of Doctor Dog. I haven't maybe listened to them in a pretty long time, but I I always enjoyed Doctor Dog and. He fucking fit right in with the boys, too.
2: He, oh. he, you
0: know, he was one of the most natural guests we've maybe ever had. And the, the guys even referenced that in the in the after hours and said, wow, because he he came with the heat. He had jokes. He, you know, didn't he didn't flinch at, at what was going on there. And he had funny accents. I wrote good guest, fun energy. <laughs> he was wearing a Laura Palmer shirt. Joe will appreciate that. Joe stepped up for a minute, but. Um, is, is good guest fun energy a drop was that a drop that's something i used to say early in the uh-huh. <laughs> early in the we like having fun days i think i said a you know good guest fun energy and uh, doug has used that doug doug remembers that but yeah joe we're just talking eric slick here and the dr dog and um uh-huh. i noticed he was wearing a laura palmer shirt which uh you know i knew you'd you'd, you'd appreciate that but I was saying that that eric slick fit right in with the, the show really well and again like a really natural guest that um surprisingly stood his own really well more so than a lot of the musicians that come on that seem a little i don't know there's there's, there's sometimes a little awkwardness going on with these guests that don't know how to react and
1: yeah he but man he, he you fit well, right listen. in he
0: seemed like he seemed like they were all best buds and he had a lot to say. He was on for like the whole end of the show.
1: Yeah. I was hoping he um, would actually be in after hours and he wasn't. And they didn't really know, talk about yeah, him leaving yeah. or, you know, given that yeah, yeah. album, another he, like, he's, push or anything.
0: He stuck on, um, he stuck on for the, uh, he stuck on for like a zoom call, uh, later on, he was like still around, but no, he was great. And, um, Dr. Dog, I'm a fan of Dr. Dog. I like them. They're a good little band. I haven't listened to in a while, but it makes me want to go listen to them.
1: Yeah. I, I tried to see Dr. Dog when they played in Buffalo, but the soul, the, the show was sold out. So I didn't get in in time and I missed them, but I, I liked them many years ago and I actually haven't kept up. So, um, I would I think say they've released I, they've
0: like continued to release good albums.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I just haven't, I've been a slacker on their style of music lately, but, uh, I Definitely know that they're good, and I always thought so. So, yeah, it was nice. I, to have, one,
0: I have one, I uh, won a knit to pick. Um, while they were reading the review of the gaucho Steely Dan thing, Tim got to the word denouement and uh, and didn't yeah, know what that word was, that word. <laughs> and then and, and nobody did. They're like, Oh, yeah, denouement, and I was like, You don't know denouement, and um. I found that funny that a whole room of guys didn't didn't correct him on that one. Um, did Miles say
1: something at some point and correct? He him? He
0: did. But... They didn't. They didn't correct the pronunciation of the
2: word, um, but well, he did. He knew what the word meant. I I did not know what the word meant. You didn't. You don't know the word denouement. No, I mean I just I looked it up right now. Okay, um, okay. I know yeah, the I okay. know the word, but I I know it from the way they
1: pronounced it. Like just reading it in my you know American brain, I don't read it as a French it's, word.
2: It's 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 Denou- funny that denouement. a group of group of guys that are or I mean a group of actors didn't know what, what that was. Right? Yeah, I thought it was
0: like an actory
2: word, like you know it's like it's like a theatory
0: word. Yeah. Um,
1: when I read it, I read it as denouement. I didn't I don't read it as denouement. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's denouement. But anyway. Denouement. um (laughs) docker dog uh tim said this could be the lowest point of the show this game docker dog and yeah it was a shit game um very shit game but just because the boys were laughing and saying other shit it like didn't matter like they they just breezed through a couple dumb things and it was very uh you know whatever they they uh they did you know it turned into like this this bit about the dentist and, you yeah. know, guys from the South going to the dentist. And, you know, it was very funny.
1: Well, it's funny when, like, when there's a time when a game is like, yes, let's have a game because anything. And this show didn't need the game. It was like, yeah, let's get back to, like, talking about random funny things. And
0: yeah, just bullshit. I guess that it, it led to, um,. Yeah, it took it took us to some places, which was funny. Um, And I actually noted at this point, this is the point that I noted 80 miles. He's bringing a lot. I wrote, sorry, Vic, another funny performer does really work good in this format. I think I wrote, sorry, Vic, because because 80 miles was sitting in Vic's chair and it was just like, you know, unfortunately, you're not like you know you, you hate to say it, but you're not like missing vic at this moment of your life you're you're like oh no the show's actually really funny and really working really well and that's you know it's just kind of a bummer but it was it was worth a note i mean we're, we're analyzing the show i wrote it down um
1: i wouldn't say there would ever be too many cooks in the kitchen though you could still have vic there and adding sure. something to yeah. the to the flavor of the show and Absolutely. you wouldn't have said like oh no vic shouldn't have been there So
0: I just think that like, even visually having him behind, he's also got like a funny face and like his, his just like him being back there and them interacting and looking at each other and just like that, that works too. But, um, Eric slick told a ween story, which, which was very amusing to me. I'm a fan of ween. Um, he talked about how he bombed trying out for ween and they asked him to learn 50 songs. Um, I have a funny Ween story. I went to see Ween in Nashville a couple years ago. Me and a bunch of friends went. It was like a special, fun time. And on the flight home, I sat right next to Dean Ween on the plane. And he, me and him had drinks. It was like the morning. And, you know, I started talking to him immediately. He talked to me about Ween the whole ride he's like the biggest like dean ween the guy from ween is like loves ween he's telling me all about ween all the inside scoop like you know all like the drama between giner and deaner and you know it was a crazy crazy little thing those guys are those guys are nuts but that's like one of my fun kind of celebrity stories was sitting next to to dean Ween. i actually heard him take a interview with rolling stone like on the phone while we were waiting in the you know taxiing on the in the air uh, you know in the plane and it was quite had,
1: amusing had you recognized him when you were doing that or like oh you just God, happened yeah. to sit extremely next
0: to re- extre- he's extremely recognizable um yeah no i just just randomly was sat next to him but um you know we were in first class and it was just like and he and he knew you know i was like oh man I, you know i was at the show and uh you know he, he gave I, me his Personal. I would never
1: have recognized any of them because I've never seen them. I've never uh, even looked at a picture of them. I, I have albums, and I don't even know what they look like. So, I'm,
0: They're very recognizable guys, Like <laughs> especially Dean. Yeah, they're, they're recognizable guys. But. They talk jam bands here, which, again, jam bands come up almost every episode of Office Hours. We're talking jam bands again. That's great. I feel like I want to get on... Office hours and defend jam bands and get into a deep talk about it with these guys because they're only scratching the surface. They always talk about the dead. Fish came up a little bit. I feel like they're scared to talk about fish too much. Um,
1: eighty miles does not like fish. He said so.
0: I think said, eighty miles
1: doesn't like music.
0: I thought he said he liked he preferred fish to the or, dead. No, maybe you know? maybe it
1: was the other guy. It was um. No, no. Doctor Dog like, guy didn't like fish, and he does. He said
0: he preferred the dead to fish, but yeah, he but, said he, he no. But he went back and said, "I can't shit talk fish." He said, "I he said, like, I can't talk shit about fish."
1: Okay, yeah, because he he played a jam band fest. Somebody was bagging on fish.
0: They, not that Dr. I give Dog,
1: shits about fish, because honestly, I'll bag them all day, but, and I I'm not a, a jam band fanatic like Mike is I just would put that out there but I've had my fair share of jam band experience and I've always had a good time like it's there's nothing bad to say about what kind of fun it is to be at a jam band show it's like it's always fun but I'm not I'm not somebody who's a fanboy of it that's for sure so um, that's if somebody wants to like make fun of that I love it I I think it's really funny to make fun of grateful dead and fish and uh, they're super dorky and you know i i totally think that you know that so i
0: I do i do know that but i i am turning a corner in my life right now where like it has gone from that to like pure i love some of these new jam bands like i really like of course you do some of the new stuff that's going on like no no like i'm talking like two months ago, I wouldn't have felt this way. Like it's just been happening. And like, I think with all the shows coming back and like these, they're, they're starting to play live again. And I'm like getting the, I'm able to like listen to the concerts and watch the stream things. And like, there's a lot of just positive energy and like really good music. And I'm like, I'm fully into this positive jam band like these younger jam bands coming up. Like ones that, you know, like Goose and Spafford and Aqueous and some of these, you know, lesser known but soon to be pretty popular ones yeah well
1: i i would say go for it if you enjoy doing that and dr dog
0: album, you know go for dr it. dog is playing at a festival in august that i might go to that's like a goose festival like a goose it's called fred the festival and it's goose uh this new band goose who's like blowing up they're like they have their own little festival already and dr dog's on the bill it's like a you know a second you know line performer so where is it um, I don't know, you want to go? It's in Virginia, I think. Yeah, let's go.
2: Let's go. Uh, I need- oh yeah, I, I don't know if you're going to bring it up, but one of my favorite things that they bring up on Office Hours, uh, and what they did a lot in this interview, is the Philadelphia accent. I love that.
0: Uh, uh, I do yes. it all the
2: time. I do it at home. Yes. My wife and I do it to each other all the time. So Eric Slick was, had a good had a so good little good. story.
0: He had a good story, and then the guys were able to add on to that story. Everything well, was working out. Everything was churning out. It was just very good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I hear um,
1: I hear it when they do it, but I don't hear it like as a th- accent really. Um, I, I've oh not God. spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. I like pretty much been there one time. So, well,
0: it's, it's like, not like everybody in Philadelphia has it. You know what I mean? It's just like I, it, deep. Philly I accent. I just
1: don't know of it to be a thing. Like they're comparing it to the Brooklyn accent, and they throw a lot of the soprano takes in there constantly and like they just can't turn that Philly Philly accent's
0: a little bit of a deeper cut than the Brooklyn Brooklyn's like world known. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can hear the
1: difference, but I I just mean that I, I just didn't know it before they're pointing it out. So I'm not as worldly as all you guys, I guess.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Uh,
0: Romance advice. Somebody called up and, um, Tim had the great idea of going to Lowe's you know going, you know even he's he's like going to he's like you know go to Home Depot and AD. I was like no no you got to go to Lowe's you know support your small business you know just every little bit I mean if I noted every little thing that made me laugh that we would be here all night which we already kind of are um but yeah Tim's idea to buy you know 50 sandbags and fill up the house and have a beach party and then tell them that you're crazy <laughs> you, like <laughs> it, that just like went out there and i really liked that
1: i love that i was like yeah you know, every time they're always like giving these like answers of, of of serious responses of this is what you should do and like finally somebody's just like no do the craziest shitbag thing of all time and give and that as advice just to shut that right then, down <laughs> it's like, yeah. this is not going to be the show, girl. Sorry. Where we, miles we do advice Miles' idea for you.
0: To, uh, to plan a wedding, you know, like have another wedding. You know, it's every guy's dream is to have another wedding. <laughs> 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 like renew your re, renew your vows. Like that, that, that made me laugh. When,
2: when you're a little that, boy, that's all you think about.
0: Yeah, you think about being on the cake and...
1: There are some boys that think that way, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, that's not, that's not unfortunate. Why is that unfortunate?
1: I don't know. I I guess when you're married, you you think about that differently. But uh, when you're not, maybe you you would actually think about it. I I, it, I guess it happens to be where you're standing in life, where it has a different comedy beat for you. So perhaps that's
0: so. that's it. Um, after hours. I noted the DJ's bit made me laugh, you know. <laughs> it's, <just weird. laughs> it's like nobody wants to tell this guy, <laughs> like, you know, you know, Brian, you know, um, it was silly. Uh, there was a long ukulele song for Doug, which I noted. Um, it was a little bit, a little bit tough. Uh, to get through, hard to hear. It's about Doug's bugs and
1: I didn't um, mind it. I didn't think it was too long. Yeah, I,
0: I, I don't know. I, at, th- at that point, I was just you know I just didn't want to take a break from all the hilarity to listen to a long ukulele song. Was maybe my only note there. It would
1: have been really I funny really if she went for was, five minutes longer, like, but she didn't. It was yeah, short. Yeah. So like, no, it
0: was it was perfectly like just long enough to be a little annoying not like funny long <laughs>
1: i think it would have been funny if she would have gone long it would have been really funny that's but what i'm didn't. saying
0: but uh, she didn't yeah. so it wasn't funny it was just <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. it wasn't uh, even
1: bad though she was good i
0: mean and she wrote an original song and like don't yes bash her, okay you know? yes i'm being hard on her okay that's, that's my bad i'm sorry it was nice it was that sentiment is nice it's a very positive thing. I'm a jerk for saying that. Positive energy. I appreciate her doing that. It was very sweet. Um, Doug started playing beats behind it. It was very, yeah. very nice. Um, it's cute. Doug, I, I noted Doug awkwardly played a drop of me saying, Doug is clearly the best at puns.
2: Like yeah, in like a one. moment
0: of dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and oh, Tim yeah. turned, Tim turned around and gave Doug a look of like, you know, it was some side eye where it was like, "Is that because the content of that that drop is like him saying that Doug is better than Tim at puns, or is Tim like, I don't know? I felt like there were some vibes about it or something." I didn't see that, the uh,
1: uh, I didn't see the video feed of it, but it was right after somebody was doing some puns that weren't landing, you know exactly. Uh-huh. So that's yeah. why he. Like, Doug is quick, even on, like, throwing a dig about puns. Like, he's that quick with puns that he's doing the audio for, like, he's got that ready to go. Like, he's quick with the audio puns as well. So.
0: Yeah. I also, I noted this, um, this, why are flies called flies? You know, this, this, you know, birds are like, you know, hey, You (laughs) you know, look at me over here. Like, what am I this this whole flies being called flies and birds getting in the mix and eighty miles like bats you know like bats over here <laughs> they gave him all voices and shit I, so I was cracking up over that um, I don't even know how we got how that got there but uh, I think it's because in the song maybe the girl was singing about flies and
2: um, eighty miles mentioned that flies. They take off backwards or something.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They t- the flies take off
2: backwards. That's
0: interesting content. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, that was, that was news.
0: REM, REM, Gr- Green. They talked REM, Green, which you know we got like a little bit of legit content here where people gave their opinions on REM. I know Joe Joe loves REM. We like that early REM. Green's a home run. I mean, obviously.
1: That was you know number one hit in my household. So. Sure. I mean, uh, I never stopped liking R.E.M., So, uh, but I, I did, actually. That's the, not true. I stopped liking them. Yeah, come on. I stopped liking them, but I, I re-entered it because of the Scott Aukerman podcast got me re- in, re-stoked the the vibes yeah. the, the, of sure. Adam Scott. But, uh, yeah, I always mm-hmm. did love R.E.M. I never stopped liking the early albums. I always did. But now I like their whole catalog because of possibly re entering the Uh REM zone.
0: And it's like easy it's easier now when you get older to not to be such a hater of things, you know? You could appreciate
1: Oh, I'm so not a hater, except when it comes to certain sort of podcasts that annoy me, but you know, besides that, (laughs) I'm good.
0: Um I don't know what your implication is there, but Yeah, what was that?
1: I guess my implication was there was one thing I didn't bring up is that I didn't like office hours East.
0: Oh, oh yeah. We, we know you didn't like office hours East and we, we, we both think you're crazy.
2: Uh, yeah. But... We can, we, we can talk about that off air, I guess.
1: Well, but... <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just add this one footnote is that I was like disturbed by it a little bit. And then I was like telling my wife about it. Disturbed. And, yeah. And I was telling her, and as I was telling her, she, shit her pants from the information that i was giving her she literally farted and shit her pants at that moment and i was saying like how crazy that you just shit your pants and there was like an episode right before that where all these guys were telling their stories about how they shit their pants on first dates and things and like it was lining up i was like this is this is like that moment the tarot moment for tim like this was a this is one of these are things i was gonna put a butt end to like i didn't like office hours east and that is it like you shit your pants as i tell you how much i don't like it
0: <laughs> so. well i th- i think the shitting of the pants maybe sh- means like as a indicator that you are got it wrong that like you know like it makes no no she, she agrees with me
1: she agrees with me because i was explaining things but i don't have to get into it i i feel like that's a good button for the, the thing there. okay the well shoe.
0: i i suggest watching it. it you know i know you probably won't but i think that it's a completely different experience and i know you like john glazer I, so do. I don't know why i just it doesn't make sense to me why you wouldn't like this it's just it's just john glazer joking around with the girl from you know joe para and it's i like funny. joe para i don't
1: know i like joe para and i like john glazer i just could not get there and i couldn't have liked something less but we don't have to get into it because okay the, okay you know that was all you're, all i was saying about certain podcasts not liking certain okay. podcasts is your wife okay yeah it was just a. it was moment. just a shark it was just it was yeah it was one of those moments where you're just like right. holy shit, i just did that
0: well i hope she's she's probably real happy you shared that story the
1: she podcast. gave me a blessing because like okay we, we i <laughs> talked about that i was like i'm gonna bring <laughs> that up as like a button to like that to to you know put this to bed uh, alright
0: well it is in bed the pant, the shit is in the pants and we will move along
2: um, Crust gotta hurt Uh,
0: Crust gotta hurt monkeys talk with our two fun gals uh, this was a fun little thing that developed um, we got some Irish accent fun uh, we talked about this Steve Conrad guy who I guess has a has a podcast that these girls produce that's about the show um Patriot which on Tim's recommendation I definitely watched Patriot and loved it uh, agree it was really really good same yeah did you ever loved watch it. Patriot
1: I watched about the whole first season the whole most of the whole second season and we were just like saying hey we never finished Patriot <laughs> like let's let's watch the end of it yeah but we still haven't finished it so we're we're sort of terrible yeah. in that way
0: it's good I, I think that i think that it did i will say that like by the end of season two maybe eh, i don't want to say it outstayed it's welcome it, it got it, there were still like some really strong moments at the end of season two too but it was like kind of a never-ending loop of like insanity that um was like you know how long can you kind of hold up this this crazy like almost getting caught thing um sure
2: yeah, but, it, 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 but it was good.
0: It was it was good. I, I like that guy, and I really hope that he's a guest on the show. I've been saying that since Tim started talking about Patriot. I was like, why don't they get that fucking guy on the show? He's, he's, he was. He's not I like, saw
1: him in that movie, uh, Invisible Man. He like had a part, a small part in Invisible Man, and we're like, we were watching that, and we we're like, holy who, shit, actor? That's, that's the guy from Patriot, and he is completely like you don't recognize him. He looks looks like a different guy, so. Like yeah, a dormant. he was
0: also in, uh, yeah, he was also in, God, he was in a big movie or TV show, like right after Patriot that I saw, that I was like, oh my God, this guy. Um. Anyway, I really hope they get Steve Conrad on the show. I'd love to hear him. He, um,
2: he was in Pirates of the like Caribbean, ch- Dead Man Tell No Tales. He was the first <laughs> officer. Wait. <laughs> Are you looking at his IMDb? What was his, the most recent thing he was in? No, that was that was a that was a joke. I am looking at it. Oh. Uh, most recent thing was "Hard Luck Love Song." Okay. Uh, There's no the other. Sec- big... The secrets she keeps. The Invisible Man for all mankind. Oh, for all mankind.
0: Yep. That was that's the show I was watching. You ever watch that astronaut show for all mankind? It's kind of fun.
2: No,
1: no. Um, love Patriot. It's, it's
0: for all mankind is done by Ronald D. Moore, who did the new Battle Battlestar Galactica
1: which fan of that got talked about i'm surprised you didn't bring that up for was it the uh fred armison show they talked about yeah it? they played a clip clip of that yeah i didn't watch it but you used to love that shit didn't you mike, mike. battle
0: circle act is like my favorite shit ever i fucking love battle circle man i want to rewatch tim talked about how he was doing a rewatch and i was like ooh, i want to do a rewatch but i've tried it's really hard it's like it's one of these shows that has like Fucking 25 episodes per season and they're like
1: you tried to get me into it and i watched some of it and i was like i can't do it i don't like this i know
0: it takes a while to get in it's like it takes like seven episodes and then it clicks and you're like oh shit they're yeah who's the cylon never, and like and then once it, it clicks then once it clicks it's really good the music's amazing it's like a really well done show it's amazing
1: yeah okay.
0: a really great sci-fi um so yeah, we have a new Tim Robinson show season. I haven't watched it yet. Somebody called and said, "Thanks for Nathan for You recommendation. We all love Nathan for You." Joe, um, so you watched Nathan for You, right?
1: Yes, not all of it, yeah. but I watched a good portion to know that I did also love it. Did you watch that?
0: It. Did you watch that 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 movie at the end, of, like the final episode?
1: No. You know what? I what I usually do is I watch. A bunch of stuff, and then I save it because I'm like someone who saves, and then I totally forget. So then, yeah, I always like, oh, that's a nice surprise. I can go back and relive
0: that. The final episode. The final episode episodes. of that. Yeah, the final episode of that is incredible. Um, I'm sure. And he's got he's got like an HBO show coming out, and he did the John Wilson show. Yeah, I heard he's, he's
1: got a new thing coming out on HBO. That'll be good. Yeah, they're
0: not they're not telling any details. I think it's going to be another probably realistic sort of thing maybe um the tim robinson show i haven't watched but i'm excited to watch that at some point that was maybe one of the Love only
2: you i watched already oh hell yeah that's the, that's one of my favorite sketch comedy shows to come out in the past few years the first season and i watched this one the second season like immediately
1: yeah, I, I watched, I watched watch. only part of season one and i thought it was very funny but it, the same thing you know didn't finish but uh-huh it's it is very funny, and uh, you know we need enough. We need a lot of comedy to get us through these hard times. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm that format of a sketch comedy show. I'm almost can't do anymore in my life. But the Tim Robinson one is good. And Tim's note that it's kind of one note. I agree, and I also agree that that one note does work at this Wait. like pushing things too far, and you know, what's the t- yeah. what's the name of the show? The I show think we is. Should leave. I think you should leave, like, that is, like, that is the note. Like, it's, like, that feeling of, like, yep. just, like, an awful, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, um, it's
2: hard to disagree with that, uh, you know. It's, yeah. You know. Um, right, we about due for another Tim, for, Tim, uh, Tim from Detroit call-in here. Maybe get a little Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, little, absolutely. Little
2: Halloween little Halloween talk. Yeah. Um,
0: the Bill Murray chat. Tim's, uh, you know, you know, he, uh, hates to say it, but he doesn't like Bill Murray. Like, kind of not a fan of Bill Murray. He's heard some bad things about Bill Murray. Um, I've also heard. I have a friend of mine who told me some bad, some bad Bill Murray stuff too. That made me feel kind of, uh, kind of rough about Bill Murray and his whole thing. And I will say that Bill Murray since like, you know, Rushmore was great. Lost in Translation was great. Uh, the Jarmouche movie was not as good for me. Uh, and then after that, it's kind of been like, eh, it's Bill Murray like trying to do this thing over and over and over again. And, you know, I guess Life Aquatic was good as well. I guess him and Wes Anderson still works for me. But, um, yeah, the, the, I just watched the movie um, with Rashida Jones.
1: Uh, St. Vincent? No, exactly. it, it, I didn't watch that, that anyway. No,
0: there was one that just came out with it's like almost she he plays um, it's the new on the, Sophia on it's the rocks, yeah on the rocks the new Sofia Coppola movie.
1: Oh, I like Sofia. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean it's so it's like dipping back into that loss and Translation vibe, and I thought it was a bust, dude. I was like, this is fucking weak. Um, and there's like one funny scene in the in the whole movie that, that I thought was funny, and it's like a Bill Murray doing his bill murray thing to the bill murrayist and it's like well
1: what i'll say is tim is talking about bill murray as a guy and when i think about bill murray is like the movie star who's just in movies and i don't know anything about his real life to be honest and he comes off this kind of like, like he does come off as like a total prick like you you know you can just tell that he is but I don't ever really let it creep into, like, it ruining any of the movies for me. So, I don't know. I guess it's just a different... Per- if you hear a couple stories, you're just like, yeah, I know too much now. It's it's ruined for me, you know? Tucci, fortunately, tell us. Fortunately, I'm not there. What's up?
0: You raised your hand. Did oh, you yeah. Bill, did you have a Bill Murray story?
2: No. It's, I, I, I've heard people talk about, uh, you know... So, about some of uh, some Bill Murray run-ins and maybe some stories that I I don't know enough about it to to say it here, but yeah, I don't know. I, I certainly question uh, all all of the uh, the positiv- positivity surrounding Bill Murray. I think, um, you know.
0: It's uh, just become a little corny.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, it's become I, a little frat boy. It's become a little, like, just easy. Like, oh, yeah, Bill Murray. No, I mean, it's there. It. I said it before. I think I said it about <coughs> Elon Musk. It's like you it, I don't like when people, like, uh, like, deitize someone, you know? Like, that's just, sure. it's, it's well,
1: off-putting. They brought off Chevy Chase in, to compare, like, or maybe that was someone else that did that, but, you know. No, no,
2: Quentin Tarantino.
0: They were talking about Quentin Tarantino. Oh, right, right, right so, yeah. You know.
1: Okay, I couldn't remember how that all went down. It's all jumbled but anyway like these guys are boomers and like they're in this awkward age group of like these old men that are doing weird stuff and you know look at van morrison what a train wreck and air clapped and like these guys are all just saying dumb shit and doing dumb behaving badly and they're it's a, a awkward generation of men that are going through another fucking Midlife crisis in their older age, and I don't, I don't excuse it, but I just think like, yeah, it is sort of fucking weird. And here it is, you know. And we find out that, you know, throw all your Van Morrison records in the trash, possibly, because he's, he's a bummer. You feel awkward about listening to him suddenly, or you know, Bill Murray, like you watch Ghostbusters the same way if you, you know, one detail about what he's said or done
2: recently, so. Yeah, the Smiths for me too. I've been listening to a lot of Smiths, but like, I yeah, know, Morrissey, Morrissey's a piece of shit. So. Morrissey's
1: a total piece of shit. You know, so it sucks, good luck but... with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> the Bill Murray thing doesn't. I, I, for like, for the for him and his movies, I think I'm still, I'm still gonna like. What about Bob? Still is a oh, yeah. fucking it's a oh, home yeah. run. I you know that's never gonna not be good for me. He hasn't done he hasn't done enough bad where I'm like. I've just heard stuff that, like, in real life, he's been, like, kind of a skis towards some younger girls and stuff. And I know he has, like, a huge family. And, like, there's just some weird stuff that doesn't really match up. And honestly, like, what Tucci was saying, just, like, the idolization and the – and what Tim was saying was just, like, this, like, Bill Murray's God kind of, uh, you know, he, he can't do wrong. I just – I'm just judging him mostly on his work recently where I think he's been mailing it in, he's just like it's just been like kind of not that good for a while. It's been it's turned into this one note, Bill Murray ish. Like he plays a character of himself in these movies, which is like the crazy funny dad, you know, like just like the you know whatever kind of role. I don't crazy, have a problem funny, older when guy.
1: actors do that. I don't have a problem when actors just pump out the work. I never had a problem with that. Even if they are bagging it, it's still like working, and they must just like to work and i don't have a problem with somebody who wants to stay busy in their career but even if it is well, lost, and tran-
0: us, lost in translation lost and in it, translation was like a the, the film was about kind of that you know what I mean? it was about a guy yeah, but- who was kind of selling out and like he's going and falling in love with a young girl like so like a movie about that is cool but the fact that he's actually Started to live that, you know, started to like kind of become that in reality is kind of strange, you know. The
1: fuck. Yeah, maybe it is strange. I, I don't know how to think about it. I still, you know, don't have any hard feelings towards Bill Murray, but the, the idea of wearing a Bill Murray t-shirt and walking around like I'm cool is, yeah, that's not so cool, I guess. But if I had a Bill Murray shirt, I. I might wear it. I don't know. I, I don't. I feel like if yeah, I I a, if I had a if I had a Bill Murray shirt that had I have a I have a Steve Brule shirt that has him like saying sweet Berry Wine." I wear that around because.
0: Well, listen. It, uh, yeah, on I one like hand, silly, we're saying people. On one hand, we're saying on people. On one hand, we're saying people that idolize and like deitize People is lame. Yeah, we're doing a podcast about Tim Heidecker, basically. So. Um, yeah. that's dang. You know. But I, and I also think that, uh, I also think that you're like, um, you know, we're doing about a podcast about a guy that has that opinion about Bill Murray. And that's why I like that guy. You know what I mean? That's why I like that guy because he gets that aspect of it. So
1: as long as we all know what we're discussing.
0: Sure. Um, and I like Chevy Chase too, and I, I like the point about Chevy Chase in his movies, kind of staying a prick the whole time. Um, and
1: I like Quentin Tarantino too, and I also did see Reservoir Dogs when I was young and in high school. Yeah. And Joe Rogan is a bonehead, and I'll say it right to the end of time. I can't stand that fucking guy, and it surprised me so little that he didn't see he wasn't aware of Quentin Tarantino.
2: And look, I, I I like Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan. It's my I love him. Oh. So. Do you? No, no. I think <laughs> <Okay. Tucci. laughs> oh, sucks. <laughs> you scared me from it there.
0: Tucci no, was it testing the water there. <laughs> um, no, I hate that guy. All right, we had a we had a solo Doug drop concert. Amazingly good. Totally fine. Totally fine. Another checkbox for the is Vic totally necessary? No. Uh, I sad. mean, <laughs> props
1: props to Doug for like you know making a really good Uh, drop concert on his own he's capable but like it it takes skills to do what he was doing there and he was really playing around and being experimental there for a good portion of it and then it got into some Eno ambience I felt like he, he 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 dropped Eno's name somewhere in one of these episodes and I feel like there's a little ambient. Sort of thing going on with some of these drop. Concerts, I know
0: I used know. I used Eno music in the episode oh I totally uh,
1: recognized it, Mike. I was going to say like oh I heard some Eno, it was like yeah. all across the board Eno you know, episode. I
0: did Eno for the whole app.
1: Yeah, I was uh, because it.
0: they were talking about him. Um, yeah, yeah. I heard some Jersey Shore drops in in the, in the, in the drop concert. I think it's weird. Um, yeah. Tap speaking intro. of Doug, speaking of Doug and Vic, moving along here because I got to get going. I do want to do a little pound casting. Vic, who was not available for office hours, has been on the Poundcast now a couple of times. I don't know if you guys have heard any of this. But Vic has been in studio with Doug, or at Doug's house, doing drops during Poundcast. And I'm thinking to myself, well... You know, there's maybe something there, you know. You know, maybe there's some like cycling, some rotation that can be done within this universe. And
1: yeah, freshen um, that um, box up a little bit because that <laughs> they, they could use it. Not that I've listened in the past month or so, but I would say <laughs> that,
0: um, Joe just has to throw shade at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, I, I,
1: list, I listened to that one with the the artist that came on, and you know, I, I appreciated the call out. Of, of our names put in the opening i i enjoyed that um, and i enjoyed the whole reebok update uh, <laughs> trolling that i got there so you know whatever i you know I don't have any ill will I just seriously need to catch up and i i will at some point the the artist i thought was a very good um interesting guy seems like he's very prolific with lots of art and he's very interesting but also, a bit arrogant, and I didn't love the guy. So I think that you kind of said the same thing, Mike. But I, I really did feel like you sort of rubbed me the wrong way. But I totally respect the things he was talking about. It. I just didn't completely love the guy for the guy. So yeah, that's what I'd say. About I listened that.
0: to um, um, I I listened to the Zoom call in episode. Um. Recently, which is which is fun. It's a fun change of pace for that show when Doug and Brent do the Zoom ins. I've actually jumped on maybe one or two of those in the past, and it's fun. I think that it kind of struggles with the same problems that Office Hours does sometimes, where it's like, okay, you got this guy, and you want to be nice, so you just kind of keep him around for a while. Um, but they have some fun with it, and um, I also. So so I so I enjoyed that. I think it went pretty good. Um, nothing life changing there. Uh, Dude, did you listen to any Poundcasters?
2: I'm, so, I'm still so behind a bit. By, yeah, I'm so far behind. Yeah, I, I apologize to anyone listening that's affiliated with the Poundcast, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll catch up. Uh, I, it's it's in the queue. I'm yeah. I am not fully caught up, but I, I did
0: listen to a little of the Joe. Uh, I think his name is Joe Mandy was the most recent episode, and
2: I like Joe Mandy. I'll definitely listen to Me like, too. I like him a lot. I just started that one uh, earlier today. Um, yeah. So they talked. I got a. I'm. I didn't finish the
0: episode, but they they talked a lot about Brent's. Uh, Brent wanting Joe Mandy to incorporate basketball into his comedy, and they went down a full on sports thing again kind of similar stuff that that when I was on the podcast podcast talking to them about they talked about maybe how there should be different versions of the Harlem Globetrotters for other sports and that kind of took them down a like a football version of the Harlem Globetrotters what would that be and it was kind was, of funny talking about it and was uh ahead. Vic
1: was Vic putting like sound on this episode
0: this Vic part. was not on this episode he was on the zoom call-in episode and he was on Maybe so the episode it before didn't continue. That? It was it. it yeah. was
2: only like a two episode series of Vic aggressive ads and the Zoom one.
0: Yeah, aggressive ads and the Zoom one. And I think that they, but Doug kind of said like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe you know, like maybe you could maybe become like more of a regular staple. So, um, I find it I found it strange because I don't like it. It works because when Vic chimes in on that show, it it works really well because Doug and Brent are like such. In this absurd comedy place, that like Vic kind of brings you back to earth, like and kind of like asks, like yeah. or talks about like normal stuff.
1: Maybe they need or to not, be not normal 30. stuff,
0: but it's. Well, that's what they were kind of saying, and this they... is why I was like, "Well, you could you could do a swap here. You go eighty miles. It's you know takes over for Vic, and Vic jumps on the pound cast and everybody wins." Um, but you know we don't we don't want to do that. Obviously, um, we don't want to be trading things in. What I'll say is that in the end. The flexibility, as we've said before, of office hours and the whole universe really works. Even Matt being off did something to the show, which was not get to Zoom calls, like, you know, not do that much of the hothead hotline, not do much of really anything, just let the show just kind of naturally go the way it goes. If Tim wants a Zoom call, he can do one, but you don't have to feel obligated to that function. It can also work as... More of just a more traditional show sometimes that's just two funny people talking about shit. Definitely,
1: and I think, like, in that c- capacity, I think Tim is also self-producing. Like, he can read that, like, oh, we need to take a Zoom, or, oh, we need to do a yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: He's well, self-producing. Think,
0: well, because 80 Miles was there and they had enough banter going, he forgot about the fucking Zoom. But it's just him alone with drops behind him. You need to take a Zoom. Like, you, he needs to interact with somebody. Yes, And he can't really interact with Vic and Doug enough because Vic and Doug are playing these kind of quiet drop guys. They're not playing the role of let's banter and let's bounce things off each other all the time. They just, you know, kind of have little little bits here and there. So he needs to go to Zoom calls to create content. When you put a Fred Armisen or you put an AD Miles in the chair, you don't need to go to a Zoom call. A Zoom call is just going to slow things down. Or if you do go to a Zoom call, it heightens the Zoom call and, it you know, it makes it like, oh, let's just take a couple and that's just going to lead us down something funny. To well, something something
1: clicked and they understand that now, possibly, or maybe it was just, a, you know, if they run out of hosts again, it'll be back to the, the old ways. But um, I would say maybe they understand that you would get a lot out of having a really good co-host to be there and
0: i think it's fun for tim they've done it two weeks in a row i wonder if they'll continue it or if i wonder if they'll just 80 miles did say at the end that he was loving um see that he really enjoyed being on the on the podcast and um He's i think like they a... honestly yeah go ahead i think they were on it i think they were honestly just saying they were just like open to the idea i think it was kind of leaning in the yeah we should do this again like yeah maybe we could start doing this more regularly and maybe that's like you know once every couple of weeks they bring in a guy or you know like
1: yeah not, not to bring up johnny carson again having subs come in but he also had Ed mcmahon or you know conan had andy richter like you'd need sort of like somebody right there on the edge of your sentence to like say something witty you know and keep the thing yeah. going and like pull it up and like if tim is in his leg you got somebody just waiting there to put another zinger in there and sometimes it can be loaded if it's like three people or four people in the room. But when it's two people right on, like that's, that's winning. It's a winning content. And, you know, you could still have the, the drops in there and that all that is just texture and like, you know, additional good stuff that you'd want to go along with everything else. And, you know, and then when they have a guest on, like that guest is just like taking questions from the both hosts. It's not just like, the guy sits yeah, back yeah. and says nothing.
0: So it's good. Stuff. I saw, I saw Conan ended. I don't know if you saw that Joe, but Conan I, I heard it, over. but I,
1: I'd never even watched one TBS show, which is crazy, but I never did. Uh, um, um,
0: I watched like the, the, the final thing. And, and like, I, I thought it was interesting if we're talking about this co-host thing, like Conan kind of said some things about Andy Richter, about like how, they you know that they found this balance of like never like Conan never gave him a note of like you know what tone it down you know what like leave me more room like don't always jump in on this stuff like they, they he said they never in the fucking 20 years or whatever that they've done the show together did that ever they ever have that conversation like it was always just Andy Richter just added the right amount of salt and pepper to things. I love forever. Hearing,
1: I love hearing that. Like I yeah, totally no, I totally believe
0: it too because I love Andy Richter. Too. Yeah, no, it made me feel kind of warm and fuzzy, but it also like it does remind you that that show it, like, without Andy Richter, like, you know, it's too much Conan. Like, you do need a little Andy Richter here and there. You, you need it. You need it. Like, you don't know that you need it, I but think you do.
1: there was a time where it was just Conan, and Andy Richter yeah, was, took him. a hiatus Ritch- or something. He and, left
0: for a bit, yeah.
1: Yeah, so. And then they had, like, other people, like, chiming in more. They had, you know, masturbating bear and, you know, all the different gags. But, you know, <laughs> we're just beating a, a dead horse here with the co-host thing. But, yeah, we like it i guess is tucci uh, agree like it
2: yeah yeah for sure we like it a lot i, I, I like it um what, what is your pitchfork review of this show
0: this show yes good
2: good one Joe. yeah i would say this one for me not as high as the Fred Armisen one although i did like it i 80 miles is great i agree with what with both of you guys have been saying uh it was different you know there's a different energy um me, though, I, I miss Vic a, a good bit. I I love, like, the drop soup that happens. Um, I, I think I think Matt not being there, there's a little something off there as well. Um, I'd probably give this one uh, an 8.3. It's still good. Maybe, yeah, I'd, I'd say an 8.3. I think this is very good. Not as good as the arms one, but very good. 8.5. 8.5 for me. I think it, took,
1: it it drops a little bit, because a lot of what you're saying, too is, like, there's, uh, it was a little running wild, and maybe, like, going beyond, like, some of the, the pace, I mean, it, the natural pace, which will work when you listen to it, if you were to listen to it again, I feel like you'd be like, no, you're crazy, Joe, 8.5, that's an 8.8, 8, solid, but... I don't know. I think I think eight. eight I was thinking that in my head. So eight, it's an eight point eight. But eight point five sort of just feels like no. There is a there was a perfection there with the Fred Armisen thing. It was like a really good thing going on. And I didn't even give my review for the previous one before that. And I really liked that previous episode before the Fred Armisen episode, which didn't have mm-hmm. a co-host. But I was like so jazzed about Tim being back and mm-hmm. you know washing away the the taste of the other episode the (laughs) east episode out of right out of there i was loving that episode so this one 8.5 it's on par with the neil hamburger one that i was very impressed with so it's it's not a bad uh 8.5 is really good and you know that's where i'm at and mike what do you gotta say about that you're an 8.2 guy
0: no, I'm going to best new music, 8.9. Oh. Uh, this one is to me is the perfect example of best new music. It's a new, completely new style for me uh, because of things being different. Um, and I, I kind of feel bad that the best new music episodes going to one that doesn't have Matt or Vic, but I, I can only just tell you how I feel. I, it felt new to me. It felt like a very different show because of their banter Like I said before, the thing with the one with Fred for me felt like I've been there. I've been in that world before I've I've experienced Tim and Fred and I know that vibe and that's always a fun vibe, but it wasn't new to me. It didn't feel like a new thing. This week felt new. I even liked Matt calling in from the beach. Like, you know, like he still had a presence and um, uh, it just, to me, this did feel like a new version of the show, like a new possibility for a version of the show. And it made me, it just made me laugh more than I have laughed at any of the shows in a long time just pretty much throughout and it felt very comfortable and it felt like a a really really high point for the show um I know Tim even in his little letter that he wrote today you know mentioned that he also felt that the energy was really good with 80 miles and I don't know I just felt the this like looseness and, and energy that I didn't know. And maybe it was just cause I took it. I was taken by surprise, 80 miles. You know, like we said, he's been in wet American summer and he's a funny guy, but like just getting him, like, I don't know. He just fits into that world really well. It made me laugh a lot. All of his little tacked on buttons were very smart and uh, go along with Tim's kind of absurd shit really well. Cause they're a different style of humor that you're not used to getting where i think fred Armiston, i'm just more familiar with his style so it doesn't it's not taking me by surprise like i'm expecting what i'm getting i've seen stand-up specials with him i didn't know Edie miles that well i don't know if he does stand-up i don't think he does stand he's more of like a writer guy but uh his shit was funny man this shit was really funny and confident and good and the host the guest was great yeah. Uh, Eric Slick,
2: great guest. Eric Slick was
0: great. One of the best guests we've had in a while. So for me, it was just uh, across the board, worked out really well. The lack of Zoomers, I liked. (laughs) Um, The city of the day that didn't matter, you know, was different and good. Like the fact that just like was just kind of blown past and, you know, wasn't, we don't even have to even talk about who came up with it or anything. It just, you know, you could tell they're just kind of meld that in. It was all right. It was <laughs> all right. I'm alright. Don't all nobody right. worry about. Is that Kenny yeah. Loggins? Yeah, yeah. That's a good song. Okay, sure. Um, all right. Well, I'll say for our energy of the show, I like the Trinity that we have going here. If, if Tucci, you want to, uh, you know, join us again or, or, you know, beyond this, we would love to have you. Joe, no, no,
2: no, thank you.
0: Okay. Um, well, Joe, it's glad. I'm glad to have you back. This feels good. We I thought really I got a nice, time.
1: perfect replacement for me, Mike. Like, what do you mean?
0: Hey, Joe, if you if you <laughs> wanted to bail, if you need, if you wanted to bail, uh, you know, no, nah, nah, I, 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 I do feel, I do feel comfortable that I was like, okay, Tucci, Tucci's no, into this. Okay.
2: okay, I I like, I like playing third here. I like yeah. yeah, I would say, and this is like a meta conversation, like it's on the podcast <laughs> now. But uh, but I I like I like taking a little bit of a backseat, letting letting you two guys go. I'm I'm comfortable doing that. Um,
0: well, it's good to have a third guy. I would love to do an episode where I'm not on the show and you guys do it. Oh yeah. Maybe we can we can maybe do that because I'm going to fucking Japan in a couple of days. Although I'm going to be fucking quarantined for two weeks without being able to leave my hotel. I can only go from work to the hotel for two weeks which is just sounds horrible to me i just really don't want to i just want to like get contact traced out of this thing or something i'm I'm thinking of all these reasons to get out of going now i just don't feel like going it sounds miserable it's going to be like militantly locked down they're in a state of emergency in japan it's like fucking why am i going just cancel these fucking stupid olympics it's
2: dumb you might as well just do the just do the podcast. We'll do we'll do a late night one here. Yeah, I, yeah, the timing's gonna be fucked up. It's 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 past midnight here where I am in London. I don't know what the so
0: let's see what time it. I'll tell you what time it is in Japan right now. It's, eight a.m. Baby, I'm on it. It's eight a.m. So I'll be at work. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> tell what time will it in seven hours from now what time will it be there because that's when i'll be available to do the show <laughs> when i get out of work at like 3 p.m
2: uh, it'll be 2 2 a.m i think yeah so we'll have to figure it out um
0: that sounds so miserable. let's yeah it's gonna suck so yeah maybe we can uh, we switch, switch up me? yeah yeah for all of us <laughs> um what was that jam band
2: you were seeing 2 uh, that that was at the, uh, the the family farm, Longacre Farms in Macedon, New York, that they do okay. music nights in the summer. That band is a Dead cover band called Into the Now. Okay. Uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a Dead were you, head. Were you dancing? <laughs> no, I wasn't. There were definitely some dancers there, but I saw you yeah. a few videos. I you know I, the moves by ah. now, don't you? So I know all. The, I can, yeah, I can certainly dance, but. Um, I chose not to. Uh, okay, That a good time. Got to get you out there, uh, both sure. of you. Guys. Yeah, need to.
0: We'll do an in. We'll do an in-person uh, episode maybe in August or something. We'll all get together That'd on the
2: fa- on the farm with the music in the back the background. How, and that sounds great. It sounds great. <laughs> It'll mix in well. I won't have to add music after, which will be good.
0: Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry, we went long. We're catching up. A lot of to get through. Um, if you're still listening, thanks for listening. Um, check out MikeTucci.com. He's our sponsor. He's our Phil Braun. Um, give him a follow on Twitter. Hit him up for some work. He's very busy right now. Um, and uh, But hit him up because he could always use the work. Find Joe's artwork at Joseph Allen Art on Instagram. And if you want to check out jam band workout go to jambandworkout.com go to jambandworkout on instagram and uh there's other stuff too but i'll just i'll leave it at that for now and uh we'll see you next time thanks everybody have a good week
2: goodbye Bye.